Welcome to episode 17 of the Chew In Your Boot podcast and a huge guest today, Benny. A former Hamilton local who has played for the Melbourne Stars, the Western Bulldogs and is now captain of North Melbourne, Emma Carney. Emma, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, boys. Looking forward to it. Um, so, as we've mentioned, former Hamilton local and played in a range of sports. Um, did you always have a passion for sport growing up? Yeah, I, I definitely did. Um, sport was probably how I survived Really, yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, PE was my favourite subject. I wasn't overly good at school, but um, <laughs> yeah, always looked forward to to the weekends. I could play some sport, and um, yeah, just loved it always. That's good. Yep. Can you give us an insight into the opportunities for girls to play sport in Hamilton when you were growing up? Uh, yeah. Well, luckily for me, um, I was still able to play quite a lot of sport growing up in Hamilton. Um, I played played a lot of football yeah, um, yeah. when I was in primary school and, and obviously heaps of, heaps of cricket and I'm still able to do that um, from, you know, from primary school all the way to high school. Um, played a lot of basketball and, and hockey as well. So yeah. that was really good and, um, yeah, that definitely helped me to become where I am now. Um, but, yeah, there was, I guess when I was growing up, there wasn't a lot of elite pathways that I knew yeah, of exactly to right. get to the highest level for women's athletes. And um, how different do you see your opportunities to the opportunities of girls now? Um, oh, it's vastly different. Like, um, yeah, there's, there's so many sports now that, you know, girls can play at the highest level and um, I guess there's probably more exposure too, so girls are actually realising that they can reach that that high level, yeah, um, yep. especially, especially when you grow up in country Victoria, you sort of you're quite isolated, I reckon, and yeah, you don't exactly. realise what's sort of out there for you. So now there's so much exposure. You've got the Women's Big Bash and AFLW on TV. You had the Socceroos on. Oh, sorry, not the Socceroos, the the Matildas yeah, playing yeah. soccer the other night. So yeah, it's um, far more exposure, which just educates people. Yeah. Yep. What was it like juggling two sports that both have very big work- workloads? Yeah, it was um, it was pretty challenging actually. Like you don't get much time to spend with your your family or friends, and um, yeah. you know, I guess you're you're quite lucky that you become quite close to um, your teammates in in both sports. But um, yeah, it was a great opportunity for me to be able to do two sports at a high level, but it's also comes with the challenges, you're, you're pretty exhausted. Um, yeah, I was working a full-time job as well as a teacher and um, as you would know, you probably give the teachers a bit of stick. <laughs> um, yeah. kids, kids these days can be challenging, so um, yeah, trying to juggle that as well as, as doing two sports, it was, um, yeah, it was tough, but like, you know, sport has always been a passion of mine, so I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, no, it's a very good effort. And... So you played the first three seasons of the WBBL of the Stars and were very successful. Where do you see the competition from when you played to a few years down the track as it is now? Yeah, probably when I first started. It was at a good standard, but um, still needed to, to lift. Um, but nowadays it's um, so much better. It's, it's really high scoring. Yeah, the, yeah. Skill, the skill level of the, the bowlers and the fielders has definitely improved. I'm probably lucky that I'm not playing, to be honest, because <laughs> I would have probably copped a bit of, bit of tap from my bowling. 
um, little half volleys <laughs> at about 100 k's. It's uh, pretty easy hitting. So, um, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's definitely improved. And, I mean, I guess that's what you get when you, when you start paying the, the players yeah, yeah. A, a lot more so they can, they can train a lot more hours than they usually do. Yeah, yeah. How tough a decision was it to choose football over cricket? And when did you realise that's the path you wanted to go down? Oh, it was it was pretty easy for me, um, just because well, I, I love I love my footy, but yeah. I was never I was never going to make a great career as a cricketer, um, so I gave that gave that away pretty quickly, and, and it was probably well I, I mean I gave it away two years ago, um, yeah. and it was probably my final year at the Stars where I was working full time. AFLW was in its second year, and it was it was really building, and I just thought you know what this is. This is too hard. Yeah. Cricket didn't come naturally to me. Um, I had to really put in the hours, and I didn't have enough hours in my day to to put in the effort for cricket. So that's that's when I gave it a, yeah. gave it away. And, you know, I think it's I think it's been a good decision for me anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then the Bulldogs took you as a priority player for the inaugural season of the AFLW. And how exciting a moment was that, knowing that you were finally going to be a part of a national competition for women's footballers. Um, yeah, it was an awesome feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like when I was when I was younger, I always wanted to play. Well, I was I grew up as an Essendon supporter, so always wanted to play for Essendon. But um, just for any AFL club to to want you in their team was um, was pretty special, and you know something that I'll always remember. I had some great times at the Bulldogs, and yeah, um, yeah, I'm just fortunate to be able to play at the the highest level. Yeah, it's very good. Yep. You had a very successful first season being among the All-Australian team and named the players voted MVP. How big of a privilege was it to be recognised by not all, only the All-Australian selectors but by your peers as well? Um, yeah, oh, that, that stuff's always really nice, particularly, um, particularly from your, your peers. Um, you know, they're the ones that you, 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 know, you, you come up against. Yeah. And, Yep. and things like that. Um, so that's, yeah, that's certainly nice. And I guess it's, um, to win a... You don't, you don't play team sports, do you? For, yeah. For that stuff. Well, yeah, no, that's I mean, exactly some, right. some, some might, some might. But, um, yeah, it's always... it's always I guess it's nice recognition for the amount of work that you put in yeah. um, to get to where you are. 100%, yeah. Um, how do you look back on your incredible 2018 where you became the second ever... AFLW best and fairest winner as well as a premiership player. Um, yeah, I guess it's nice to reflect a little bit, but you don't want to try to, um, yeah, guess, um, get too ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah. When you still got, when you still got a bit of footy to play in your career, but like it's, it's nice. It's a nice feeling. It's, um, you know, it's probably a bit surprising in some ways considering how much. Pick up or be give to the umpires for, <laughs> for, for bad decisions or what I pretend is bad decisions. But yeah. um, now nah, look, it, it's yep. um, yeah, it's it's a nice nice feeling for individual awards and and then like to win a premiership. I've always dreamt sort of yeah win, winning a premiership at the highest level. And I remember as a kid watching AFL grand finals and just think, oh, geez, wouldn't that be nice if that could happen yep. to you one day? Then. And for that to, to actually happen was, um, yeah. was unreal. Well, yeah, it's just the ultimate of 
being successful within yourself as well as in your team. So pretty good effort, I would have thought. Yep. Absolutely. What prompted your move to becoming the captain of your current team, North Melbourne? And did you always see yourself becoming a captain of your teams that you played in? Um, no, I, not really. I guess uh, I, I try to try to lead by example. I'm naturally quite a quiet person, so yep. you often see, particularly in younger younger like underage teams, you see sometimes the loudest person might might become the captain, and sometimes yeah. your, your best leaders are the ones that either lead by example or or. Um, you know, good, good listeners or understand other players in their group. So, yep. no, no, I know, I try to try to be empathetic to the, the players in our team and um, make sure that they're feeling comfortable in the environment that they're they're in. And um, yeah, I, you know, it, it's a really great honour to be, be captain, but probably nothing um, that I've probably aspired to. I guess I just yep. um, yeah, it just sort of happened. Yeah. That's good. Yep. And what does your football and sporting future hold? Oh, geez. I don't know. Another premiership <laughs> would be nice. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I'll, look, I'm 30 now, so hopefully I've got a few more good years left in me. And um, look, oh, oh, I don't know. You never know with these things, but I'd love to get into coaching at, at some stage. Yep. Um, potentially not a, not a head coach. It's, it's pretty brutal. Ruthless industry, yeah. the old coaching department, and if you're, if you're not performing, you get the chop pretty yeah, quickly. So, um, that's yeah. for sure. You've seen that a bit lately. <laughs> yeah, exactly, especially in Northwest. Yeah. In the men's time, we've had a few new cuts. So, um, look, yeah, I'm not sure, but I certainly love developing young people and young players. So, that's something that I'd love to do in the future. Yeah, and how is North shaping up for the upcoming AFLW season? Obviously, the fi- fixture was released. Uh, last month, so how do you think you're looking? Oh, I mean, if you ask any any player, they'd be like, "Yep, we're looking pretty good." So, yeah. you know, preseason is a funny thing. You never know. Um, everyone, every team thinks that they're flying, and we're we're no different to them. So, yeah. Um, look, if we we stay injury free, we um, have all our our players playing their role, and and our good players um, in good form, then we should go all right. And, I mean, hopefully we can, but time will tell. Yeah. Get through pre-season, get through the grind, yeah. and then we'll see how we go. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, that's about all we've got got for you, Emma. So very thankful for your time and yeah. appreciate coming on for a chat. Yeah, thanks for coming. No on. worries, guys. Good on you. All right, we'll see you next time on the Chew in Your Boot podcast. <laughs>